Good morning, people of God. It's a great blessing uh, to be here with you, sharing God's word. And, and again, thank you for praying for us, for El Buen Pastor. Thank you so much for being partners with us to expand God's kingdom in North Dallas. And we cannot be there if without your prayers and support. And we are so thankful that we can have partners uh, as you, praying for us daily. And so we are able to expand God's kingdom. And today I have the privilege of uh, share the gospel or share the word today with you. And I will read from James chapter 1 uh, from verse 19 to 27. And God's word said, Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness that God requires. Therefore, put away all fitness and rapment, weakness, and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. But the doors of the world, but be doors of the world and not hearers only, deceiving yourself. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a door, he is like a man who looks intensely at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and once forget what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer, who forget but a daughter who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. If anyone thinks he is a religious and does not bring readily his tongue but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. Religion that is pure and undefined before God the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world. Let's pray. Father, thank you for, for this day. Thank you for all the blessings that you give to us. And thank you, Father, that you uh, keep the Holy Spirit, Father, so we can grow and we can know and we can believe in you. And Father, I pray that your Holy Spirit talk to your spirit so we are able to grow in grace and so we are able to grow in your knowledge, in the knowledge of your Son, Jesus Christ. I pray that you open our eyes, open our ears, and so we can understand and meditate your word, and, and of course, we can put it in practice. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Please, maybe seat. I want to talk about the book of James, a little context. Uh, James is the half-brother of Jesus Christ, of one of the brothers of Jesus Christ, and he, as you and me, he did not believe that Jesus Christ was our Savior, was the Redeemer of the people of God. He didn't believe, and he believed in Jesus Christ after Jesus Christ uh, resurrected. Jesus Christ appeared to him, and because of that, he believed in his brother. He believed that Jesus Christ is the Savior and the Redeemer, and he's able, James his conversion was so powerful that he was able to work with the apostle. He was church planting in Jerusalem. In that time, it was really tough to church plant in Jerusalem, but he was filled with the Holy Spirit, and he was able to proclaim the great news of Jesus Christ, the great news to proclaim the kingdom of God. And again, James is like you and me. He did not believe in Jesus Christ, but after he believed, the Lord used him in a powerful way. And I love, I love the book of James, especially because I work with Hispanics. 
Uh, when I start uh, Bible stories, I start Bible stories on the book of James. Why the book of James? Because I say James is one of the brothers, or half-brothers of Jesus Christ, and they do not believe me. And I say, let's, let's go to the uh, Old Testament. Let's go to the Gospels. Let's go to the book of Acts. And you can see that Jesus Christ has brothers and sisters. Uh, and, and sometimes the people told me, oh, it's because in that time you can say brothers to everyone. And I'm like, no, they have disciples, they have apostles, they have people, and they have brothers. And that's why I love the book of James because it's so practical. The book of James is a pastoral uh, book. Really, he's speaking uh, from the heart. And it's really simple and really easy uh, to understand. And again, uh, James is showing love and grace to his congregation, to the people that was written this letter. And he's reminding them the power of the gospel for salvation. Uh, because how many of us, we are like these people that was written this letter. I guess that all of us, we are like these people. We forget the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We forget that really easy because we are focusing on our little kingdom. That's why I love this, this castle. You know, I'm like, it's providence that I have a castle. So remind me that we forget on our little kingdom, on our little selfish-centered kingdom, that we forget the gospel, the power of the gospel for salvation. And that's why we need to preach daily, my brothers and sisters. First point, why we need to listen to God's word from verse 19 to 21? So we are able to see who we are and who God is. Because the word of God shows our sinful nature. When we are reading uh, God's word, when we are meditating in God's word, he's showing us our sinful nature. And he's showing us that we need God. And, and the word of God is a mirror to our heart. Because we can see our sinful heart. We can see the great need that we have of our Savior. We can see the great need that we have of Jesus Christ so he can continue to change our heart, so he can continue to change the way that we are. In verse 19, uh, James said, Know this, my beloved brothers. Again, he's talking with so much kindness and so much love to to the uh, families who was writing, and to us. And he said, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. Why do you think he's saying that? Because, or, because of our tendency to react first and then think. You know, if you have kids, uh, when the little baby or the little girl or the little boy is coming, crying that his older brother does something, we put on time out the older brother before even ask him what really happened. And if you don't have kids, sometimes when someone comes uh, to you telling you something that you did that was wrong, you, you don't want to listen. And you start defending yourself. And that's why James is saying, be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. And in verse 20, he's explaining why. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Again, James is encouraging us to be quick to hear, 
slow to speak, slow to anger. Again, because of, of our tendency to overreact. At least that was happening to the people that James was written to. But the truth is that all of these, that we are like them. All of these, we are facing all of those things ourselves. Maybe in different areas of our life, such as work, with your co-workers or with your boss. Maybe, maybe at your family, with your husband, with your wife, with your kids. Maybe in the spiritual life, we do not want to hear God's word. Let me ask you a question. How we can see that our actions are sinful? How we can see that our actions are sinful? Two little things. When someone comes and tells you, when your wife comes and tells you, hey, you are wrong. Or when your husband comes and tells you, or when your kids come and tell you, or your friends, or someone that loves you come and tell you, hey, you are doing something wrong. Be careful or repent from your actions. And second, when we listen carefully to God's word. I like the version from the message. James 1.21 said, So throw all spoiled virtue and cancerous evil in the garbage. In simple humility, let our gardener, God, landscape you with the world. So throw all spoiled virtue and cancerous evil in the garbage. In simple humility, let our gardener, God, landscape you with the world. The truth is that we cannot do it ourselves. We cannot change. Even if you try Sometimes say count until ten. Sometimes you can count until one million, and one million and one you're going to be angry. Then we need Jesus Christ. We need the Lord so He can change our heart, so He can work in a stone heart. As Ezekiel thirty six twenty six, Ezekiel thirty six twenty six says, "And I will give you a new heart and a new spirit. I will put within you, and I will remove the heart of stone." from your flesh, and give you a heart of flesh. Why? Because we are such bad listeners. Because our sins cover our ears. Because we don't want to hear people when someone comes to us that we are wrong. We don't want to hear that. We only want to hear that we are the rock stars or that we are the best people in the world. That is, that is why we, we don't like to hear when someone is coming and exhorting us to act better or to change the way how we are doing things, our tendency is to act a little volcanoes. And I, I love that, you know, little kingdom. We want to expand our own little kingdom. And that's why we don't like when someone comes and tells us, and they are right, we don't want to hear that because it's my kingdom. My kingdom first, and then my kingdom, and then at the end, my kingdom. But Jesus Christ has the power to destroy or little kingdom, to split, to, to destroy in little pieces that kingdom that we have. We need to listen God's word so we can understand the great need that we have of a Savior. We need to listen to God's word so he can change and transform our sinful heart and so we can grow in the knowledge of our Savior. We need to ask our Father in heaven to be quick to hear we need to ask to the Son, Jesus Christ, to help us to be slow to speak. 
we need to ask to the Holy Spirit to help us to be slow to anger. First point, why we need to listen to God's word. Second point, why we need to obey God's word from verse 22 to 25. When we obey God's word, we're going to have an attitude of humility and through the work of Christ, we're going to be able to recognize our sins and present them to the cross. Yeah, because again, I told you that the Bible is a mirror for heart. And when we're listening to the Bible, we're going to be able to present our sinful nature. We're going to be able to present our sins. Because the Bible can tell us in what areas we are failing, in what areas we are struggling because all of us, we are struggling, and I'm the, the first one struggling. And that's why we need to present to the cross. That's why we need to come to our Savior so he can continue uh, renew our hearts, so he can continue change our hearts. When we obey God's word, we're going to be blessed, and we are going to be saved because the word of God has power for salvation. People of God, we're unable to put away all sinful nature and wickedness, but coming to the gospel, coming to Christ daily, that have the power to change and redeem our hearts and our minds. Maybe we're struggling today with addictions, maybe with anger problems, maybe with gossiping, maybe with depression, maybe with envy, maybe we are workaholic. And again, James in verse 22 says, do not merely listen to the word, and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. I like a lot uh, what Colin was saying. Sometimes as ministers, we show grace uh, to the congregation. We show grace to the people around us, and sometimes we don't show grace to our families. And maybe you need to be a, a pastor, but in your house, you are a mom, or you're a dad, or you're a brother, or you are a son, you need to show grace to the people around you. And again, you cannot do it, but we have hope. We have true hope in Jesus Christ. We have true hope in the gospel of salvation. Again, it's really easy to hear God's word, but it's really hard to put it on practice. It's really easy to hear sermons every Sunday, but it's really hard to apply those sermons. That's why we need to preach the gospel. That's why we need to know the Bible. We need to memorize the Bible. When that problem, when that addiction, when that temptation comes to you, you can take from your heart the word and say it and remember who we are in Jesus Christ. Again, James is encouraging us to preach the word of God to ourselves when we're facing temptation or when we're struggling with different situations in our lives. And I have a clear example. I was working uh, this week in this sermon, and my wife Anne was out of town, and I get sick of a call, and I have three kids, and I want to expand my own kingdom. I really want to expand my own kingdom, maybe read more, maybe sleep more, Maybe uh, do my own things and, and praise God I was working this sermon and I was like, I need to be slow to speak. I need to be uh, fast to listen uh, to my kids, 
It's not easy, but by God's grace, uh, we have hope. And he can help me to destroy my little selfish kingdom uh, in this week. Again, this is a battle that we have every day in different ways. And that is why we need to come to the cross daily. Maybe this week for me was my wife out of town and, and me getting sick. Uh, but maybe next week will be uh, families and counseling. I don't know. But that's why I need to preach daily God's word. And you need to preach daily God's word. Again, James continues encouraging us to look to God's word on verse 25. Verse 25 says, But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, be no hearer who forgets but a door who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. Again, James is telling us to persevere in God's word. The Greek word that James is using is parameno, is an active verb that means to remain, to continue, or in other words, stick to a task. And that's what we need to be doing, guys. We need to stick to a task so we can meditate, so we can study, so we can preach God's Word daily. Not only on Sundays, not only uh, on Friday night, but daily. Why? Because our tendency is to forget, like the example of the mirror on verse 23. We can see in the morning our face, and we are clean, but then you carry your kid or your baby, and then he put chocolate in your face, and you don't know, because you're still thinking that you are clean. That's happened to me, actually, a few times. <laughs> uh, but again, you need to see the mirror again, and that's the same way, so you know how is your face, and we need to see, we need to go to the Bible to see our heart. How is our heart? Daily, because we need Christ every five minutes. And we cannot blame, oh, it's because my wife is out of town. Oh, it's because I'm sick. No, it's our sinful nature. And that's why we need Christ. We need to come to the cross and present our sinful nature. First Peter one twenty three says, Since you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and abiding world, of God, the word of God have the power for salvation and have power to fight our temptations that we are facing. Again, I have families, I have new believers at El Buen Pastor that they, uh, when I ask them, because uh, when I ask them, do you read the Bible? Because we have been given four, more than four boxes of Bibles with 24 uh, by God's grace. Uh, but I'm asking, hey guys, have you read your Bible? And they say, you know, to be honest, no. Actually, uh, it's really tough. Or I do not understand. And I'm like, you know, I encourage you to read at least five verses per day. You know, you can start five verses and then six and then seven. But they start opening. And I always encourage them to go to John and go Proverbs so they can start reading. But again, I'm saying, you know, the toughest thing is to open the Bible, I guess that's the toughest thing. But when you open it, you can pray to the Holy Spirit so the Holy Spirit can work in your life. And again, I really encourage you, I don't know, maybe you read three chapters or five chapters per day, that's great. But if not, I really encourage you that you start opening God's Word 
so when temptation comes, or the little volcano comes, or the little kingdom comes, you can bring the world and God's work in you. We need to ask help to our Father so we are able to meditate on his perfect law. We need to ask to our Lord Jesus Christ for help to persevere in his word. We need to ask for help to the Holy Spirit so we can preach to ourselves his word and we put it, it on practice. First point, why we need to listen to God's word. Second point, uh, oh, I guess I lost the second point. <laughs> That's why I need to memorize it. Oh, why we need to, okay, first point, why we need to listen to God's word. Second point, why we need to obey God's word. And third and last point, why we need to obey, to be active when we are listening and obeying God's word. Why we need to be active when we are listening and obeying God's word from verse 26 to 27. And this is our last point. James is summarizing Summarizing with these two verses, chapter 1, he's reminding us when we accept Christ as our Savior, in our heart we became adopted by God, and by consequence we need to reflect his character and do his work. You know, when we are Christian, it's not, oh, I'm a Christian because I accept Christ when I was seven years old, and I, I, I prayed a prayer of faith. That's great, but now... You need to reflect that. Now, you need to put on practice. Because we can say, I'm a Christian, but I don't live a Christian life. Uh, but we need to say, I'm a Christian, but we need to live that I'm a Christian. And Psalms 68.5, Father of the fatherless and protector of widows is God in his holy habitation. Psalm 27.10, For my father and my mother have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me in. That's why we need to reflect his character and do his work. We see God is talking, is taking care of the widows from the Old Testament and the New Testament. And he's encouraging us to do that. Then that's why James is making it summarized. You know, if you are a Christian, you need to take care of the people who is around you. You need to love the people around you in a Christ-centered way. Your husband, your wife, your kids, your co-workers, your parents, your brother and sister, your friends at school. You need to pray. You need to love them in a Christ-centered way, not in a little kingdom, in a little kingdom, no, because that kingdom is selfish kingdom. But we need to love them in a Christ-centered uh, way. Loving them in a Christ-centered way, you are going to be able to stop your tongue. When we love them in a Christ-centered way, we are going to be able to stop our tongue. And you are going to be able to listen, to be quick to listen. Because I, you know, you can ask my wife, I, I struggle with that. I always want to give the answer. I always want to tell them what to do. Uh, and I'm praying, you know, I need to pray to be quick, to be listen to my wife and to my kids. And again, doing that in a loving, uh, loving them in a Christ-centered way, you are going to love them in a sacrificial way. When we love them in a Christ-centered way, you are going to love them in a sacrificial way because it's not about you. It's about Jesus Christ. It's about your wife, your husband, your kids, your friends. 
It is really clear, people of God, with these verses, we need Christ in every moment. We, we, we have hope in the gospel, and we have hope in Christ. It's a true hope that we have, that we, we cannot make it. We cannot listen. We cannot be able to listen fast or quick to be listened. But Jesus Christ helped us to do that. Because of the redemptive work of Christ, we're able to do this. We're able to obey God's word because of what Christ did for us on the cross. We're able to see the gospel of grace when we read the Bible. It is the work of God and not our work. Because the Holy Spirit is working when we're reading his word. As conclusion, we're going to be able to practice a true religion when we only trust in our Lord Jesus. When we don't trust in our, in our strength, but we say, Jesus, I trust you. Jesus, help me. Jesus, change this area of my life. When we rest upon him, because we're unable to do it by ourselves, we're unable to hear clear the Bible, we're unable to look into the perfect law, but with Christ, we're going to do it. We need to ask to the Father to help us pray for the difficult people who are in our lives so we can love them in a Christ-centered way. We need to ask to the Son to help us to live His Word. We need to ask the Holy Spirit to reflect Christ in our life with our actions. Remember, when, you, when you're expanding your kingdom, your little kingdom, you need to remember that we need to expand God's kingdom. We need to remember that we need to expand Jesus' kingdom. As James, James is a clear example of that, people of God. He wants to expand his own kingdom when he did not uh, believe on his own brother. But when he talked after the resurrection to his brother, he accepted his brother as his savior. And a big change was on his life. And he was able to expand the kingdom of his brother, the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Again, it's really tough for all of us to expand uh, Jesus' kingdom. But again, we have hope. We have hope in Jesus Christ who can help us to expand his kingdom, to expand his only kingdom. That's why we need to be quick to listen and obey and act. We need to be quick to listen and obey God's word and act and live that word. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this time. Thank you for this opportunity, Father, that you give to us. And Father, I pray, Father, that you help us to expand your kingdom. Father, I pray that you help us to love the people who is around us in a Christ-centered way, not in our own way, not in our own kingdom, but Father, help us to expand your kingdom and help us to, uh, to love the people who is around us. Help us to show them that we are your sons and daughters, that we have been adopted to the great sacrifice that your only son, Jesus Christ, make for us on the cross and he resurrect on the third day. Thank you, Father, for all the blessings and Father, help us to, to meditate on your word and help us to live your word. And again, thank you for, for learning more about who you are and who we are. We pray in the powerful name of our Savior and Redeemer, Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you, brothers.